Hello, 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 and welcome to Audacity Presents, where we have the audacity to live an audacious life for Christ. Thanks for tuning in today. Let's get the show started. Happy Monday. Happy Monday and welcome to the show. It is Memorial Day, a day to honor the men and women who died while serving our country. I pray everyone is doing well today and please know that this ministry is in prayer for each of you. I wanna send a shout out to my village keepers. We had a picnic at the park a couple of weeks ago. We have not been together in full force like that for about a year uh, because of the pandemic. And so we had a lot of fun at the park, a lot of food, a lot of laughter. Hey, we are just a group of people who walk alongside each other doing life together. And I encourage everyone listening to the show to find your village, those people who will walk alongside of you that will hold you accountable. So what's been on my replay? I went old school. How many of you remember this song? I know it was the blood. I got y'all, didn't I? Y'all didn't think I was going to ever sing. But anyway, I just gave y'all a little piece. But, you know, we don't sing songs like this anymore. When I was growing up, uh, this was a popular song that we sung in church. And I didn't understand it back then. I didn't know exactly what it meant. But now that I'm older, this song means a lot. So here's the words. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. I know it was the blood for me. I hear y'all singing this song right now. And then it goes on. He never said a mumbling word. And you repeat that. And they nailed him to the tree. They pierced him in the side. He hung his head and died. I hear y'all singing it. They laid him in the tomb. He rose up from the grave and he's coming back again. This song was the gospel message. Christ died, was buried, was resurrected, and is coming back again. And because Christ died and rose, we should have no excuses. And that's what I want to talk about today, the audacity of no excuses. Are you willing to take a bold risk to stop making excuses? How awesome would it be if you had the audacity to live a life with no excuses? I want to ask God for forgiveness because this scripture has been in my heart, on my mind for a few months, and I had wanted to have someone on the show to talk about it, but it just didn't happen. And hey, sometimes we are just meant to take a journey alone, and I'm fine with that. But this is what John 5, 5 through 9 reads. It's a story about the man at the pool of Bethesda. And so it reads, one who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, 
someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once, the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. So let me give you a little background. Now, the pool of Bethesda was located in Jerusalem and sick and disabled people gathered there for healing. It's said that the pools were fed by a natural spring from underground, which would cause the pool to bubble up from time to time. Now, I also found in my research that these pools may have had some type of minerals in uh, the pool that when it bubbled up, it kind of stirred the different minerals that these minerals may have had healing properties. But the people believe that an angel came and stirred the water and they believe that the first to make it into the pool would be healed. When the water was stirred, if that person was there, they believed that they would be healed. Now here we find Jesus in Jerusalem among this crowd. So there are like four things that I pulled from this scripture that meant a lot to me that I want to share with you today. The first thing is that we have Jesus that is in this crowd and we're talking hundreds, probably thousands of people. Scripture tells us it was a multitude of people, but Jesus singled this man out. We don't know why Jesus singled him out. Like I said, there were a lot of people there. And so I want to remind you from this point that we should stop making excuses that things won't happen for us. In the scripture, it said that every year this man was carried to this pool. For 38 years, he had been disabled. And so I think when I read this, that if we keep putting in the work, we never know when someone may single us out. Okay? Point number two, Jesus asked the man, do you want to get well? He walked up to this man in this huge crowd. And remember, everybody in this crowd wanted to get well. Everybody was there in need of healing. But Jesus singled this man out and asked him, do you want to be healed? He didn't ask him, what's your sickness? He didn't ask Uh, Why aren't you in the water? He didn't offer to help him in the water. He just walked up to him and asked, do you want to be healed? And I just thought that is a simple question that required a simple answer. Think about that. Now, the third point, instead of answering the question, when I read the man's response from this scripture, I thought, is he making excuses He said, I have no one to help me into the pool. He was saying, I have no one to help me get to where the healing is. But little did the man know he was talking to the healer. That was interesting. The man had no one to help him get into the pool because he was trying to get to where he thought the healing was, but he didn't realize He was talking to the one who could heal him. That just baffled my mind right there. And so many times we make excuses for our situation instead of talking to and praying to the one who can change our situation. And then lastly, though the man never 
answered Jesus's question directly, Jesus tells him to pick up his mat and walk. So for those of you listening to me that have never accepted Christ as your savior, I think this last part is for you. This man at the pool of Bethesda didn't even know it was Jesus, yet Jesus healed him. Jesus told him to pick up his mat and walk. So you may not know Jesus, but Jesus knows you. This man picked up his mat and walked, thinking he was talking to a stranger, thinking that I've been doing this for 38 years. I I have nothing to lose. This man told me to get up and walk. Let me try to get up and walk. He had nothing to lose. So I ask you today, what do you have to lose by trusting in Christ? You've gone this long. As Dr. Phil would say, how's that working for you? What are you waiting for? So this is my merry moment. Stop making excuses about your situation and go to the source for answers. That source is Jesus Christ. The audacity of no excuses. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is coming back for you all because he loves you. Now, all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. You guys have a great week. I will see you next Monday. Okay, let's let's look at some excuses. Um, I don't have any money. Okay, so let's look at your budget. Let's sit down and, and take a look at our finances and get on a budget so that we can have money to do what God has called us to do. We can do that. Um, if you haven't heard of Dave Ramsey, check him out. Financial Peace. I, I used him when I had very little money to budget wisely. And that was back in the 90s. Uh, another excuse, uh, now, is, now is not a good time. When is it going to be a good time? Listen, it's never a good time. That's why we just have to step out there. If God is calling you to do something, just step out there or else it's never going to be a good time. So that's no excuse. Um, I don't have anyone to help me. I mentioned in the podcast, sometimes we have to walk the journey alone. Sometimes God doesn't want anyone to help us. He wants to be the one to help us. So that's no excuse. And then this last one is a good one. Uh, This is the one with people wanting to go back to church, but they're like, man, when I, when I get myself together, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to church when I get myself together. What does that mean? I don't know, but let me tell you this. Church is the place you go to get yourself together, okay? If you have um, had bad experiences with church, uh, if you're you know still dealing with church hurt, I know that there, everybody in church is not the perfect person, okay? I know that. But church is the place that you go to get yourself together. When you go, 
Pray for God to bring someone into your life to walk with you. You guys hear me talk about my village keepers. Uh, Find you a good Bible teaching church and get yourself together. I heard someone say, don't wait to get straight. Get straight and wait. Look, we don't know when Jesus is returning, but I do know for a fact that he is returning. So don't wait to get straight. Get straight and wait because he is coming back.